Hi, um, this is Josh Smirsky, and this is the first episode of Sounds Like Autism, a podcast where um, we discuss life um, with peop- about people with disabilities such as Asperger's, regular autism, that type of thing, in the workplace and going into school. And also, what's like for people without disability, them interacting with those individuals, and how everything plays out and how to improve situations and um, just to let people know that, you know, they're not alone and um, this, that this stuff happens all the time, the negative stuff, and how to turn that into a positive. So that's our main message here at Sounds Like Autism. Um, I'm here also with my um, friend and colleague, Dave. Dave? Hey, how's it going? Uh, pleasure to, 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 to be on, on your podcast. Thank you. Uh, no problem. No problem. Um, we're going to be, every month we're going to... Be doing different things like for one month we're going to be doing a Valentine's Day thing of what you talk about relationships and people. One month we're going to talk about um, Mother's Day and we'll talk about how parents, um, with them growing, having kids growing up with a disability and from the parents' perspective. So we're going to be doing all sorts of different things, all sorts of different topics. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really stoked to be a part of it, and um, why don't we introduce ourselves a little bit more formally? So, um, the way Josh and I met was in about 2016. Oh, that's um, a long ago. Yeah, so I'm Director of Workforce Development um, for the Nicholas Center at Spectrum Designs Foundation, and mm-hmm. Josh came in um, for a job at a very cool place that specializes in employing people with autism. Yeah. So, Josh, why don't you tell everyone a little well, bit about what you do? Well, right now I'm a lead production assistant at Spectrum Designs. I'm, and basically the production assistants are people who help out um, printers and embroiders. And um, we, we take care of things which they can't get to. And we kind of like find our own niche. And as a lead one, I'm kind of the top tier that you can get to. So I make sure that all my other production assistants are kind of doing what they need to do, where they are. And I'm also trying to try to set an example so they could work up to uh, where I am. And I started off as <clears throat> I started off as a senior production assistant, which is a little lower. But through hard work, I moved up. I was able to reach a goal. Yeah, and I, I think that. Um you know, a lot of our natural focus is to talk about employment because um, yep. that's, you know, I, I think that you're really, really proud of your job and you've struggled Very. a lot in the past and you can really speak to that. And obviously I'm in the field of helping people um, with differing abilities and challenges, um, gain and retain employment. So it's my focus typically too. But I think that on this podcast, am I right in that you want to talk about you definitely want to talk about employment but you also want to talk about all different kinds of challenges best yeah. practices um we want to do interviews right yes definitely um call-in interviews um i don't know the term like walk-in interview. yeah walk-in yeah, interview yeah I mean, if people want to come down one. to spectrum studios which is here in port washington in my office yeah, <laughs> beautiful view by the way so, well thank you josh um, I'm, I'm talking about the window. <laughs> so, so why don't I? Is it okay with you, Josh, if I ask you a few questions? Yes. Um, and Absolutely. you know, this may or may not be 
um, how things go month to month. I mean, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants and figuring it out. But yeah. um, I think it's really important that people get to know you. Um, I always say that who am I to talk about um, people with, um, you know, differing abilities or disabilities or, or um, challenges? Um, who am I to talk about autism um, if someone with autism can talk about autism, right? Um, yes. And so meeting you um, was was really incredible because you can speak uh, your mind and speak from your heart off the cuff better than than most um, most people, whether they're neurotypical or or what. So um, you know, again, uh, thank you for for doing this with me. I think this is a super cool. Oh, thing. it's my absolute pleasure. Yeah, and uh, let, let, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. All right. So. Um, how old were you when you realized that you weren't like everybody else? Um, God, I mean, there are always memories of me in school. Like, I think preschool, I knew that there's something off. Because, I mean, I just, I was just different. I don't know how to describe it. I was, I was just different socially. Like, I didn't play well with others, like, get things. But more as I... Matured, got older, just, I would joke around the same jokes, but it wouldn't come out right. And I will always be considered, like, a behavior problem for things which I truly don't understand. And eventually I just, I knew there was something not right, but it was more than what I originally thought. Now... That eventually all changed once I did get diagnosed. I got diagnosed late. I was about 12, 13. That, that, that's late for being diagnosed. It's usually younger. And that, that was no fault to my mom. She, she, she got bad, bad advice. My, um, but yeah, from that point on, we, my mom really worked her butt to get me the best help. And, she always used to tell me like that I need to work my hardest and I live by that to this day. But yeah, school was never easy. Uh, bullying was a big issue. Employment before Spectrum, like working kitchens. Mm-hmm. So um, you think differently than other people, right? Happily. Do you think that you think in a very unique way? You've told me a little bit about well, this before. Yes, right? I I think in um I can think it's weird, I can think in images. Um also I could just break things apart in my head and that's helped me with things. Like I'm able to kinda of see things differently than other people. Yeah, I, well I think that once you realize how you function and how you operate yep. and what you need then you can kind of hone in on that, and that's what yeah. we, that's what we like to do. And I think that we've made a lot of strides, um, you know, in finding what works yes. and what doesn't, you know, and and just then it just comes down to discipline of staying on top of it. You yeah, know? and and you come to work early every day. You know, I know that Very. Autism Speaks did an article about you, and you said that. Something crazy, like you leave three hours early for a job that's a half hour away or something like that? Yeah, at times, yeah. Yeah, because you're, you know, you know 
how you work and what works for you and what doesn't. And you're that dedicated and disciplined, right? Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I think and that's And also it's about just knowing yourself, like past habits. Like in the past, I used to be lazy, so I need to over-discipline myself or else I know that tendency might come back. Mm-hmm. So it's about knowing yourself too, but yeah. Right. So um, just briefly, so... You know, we, we've we heard a little bit about your childhood. We've heard, heard a little bit about where you are now, that you're employed. Um, just touch on friendships and relationships a, a little bit and your successes with that because we know you've struggled in the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the past, like if you're if you're asking like maybe five years ago or something, if I'd be in relationships or have friends, oh, God, I'd laugh in your face. Like me, no. But, yeah, I mean, I have one friend – which I go back to when I used to be in college, and man, even though I don't see him a lot more because we aren't super close to like physically, we are not in the same area. Whenever we can, we still meet up. I have a girlfriend I've, which I've known since the third grade. Actually, I used to know her. We end up bumping up and to talk about and just started dating, and that this relationship's over a year old now. I mean, I have friends at work. Um, yeah, so really, as I've gotten older, things kind of just start clicking a little bit, but it's through a lot of self-discipline, and um, support systems are key. Mm-hmm. And um, without naming names, you have other friends that are on the spectrum, correct? Yeah, I do. Um, some of them who I work with here are on the spectrum. And do you feel like you see similarities in the way that you operate and the way that they operate and similar struggles and similar successes. Yeah, I see similarities, definitely. Um, Of course, there are differences because no one person on the spectrum is exactly the like as the other, but there are definitely similarities. Okay. Um, And do you find there to be a... Do you find comfort in having friends both that are, you know, on, on and off. off. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, I think variety is good because if you get too much, like if you get too comfortable with being friends with people who are on a disability, then you're not going to see what people often are. And me, I'm, I always try to like push myself to, so then I'm not going to see what I should be pushing. But if you keep on, if you only have friends off, then you're not, then you're going to see that you're not like certain things and you're going to feel like possibly less, which you are not. Different is not less. It's different. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a variety. And I think that's very important. I think it's important too. I think it's important for for me as well. I mean, um, if if you look at our workplace and again, um, Josh explained it pretty well, but we work in a place um, with both... uh, Typically functioning and 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 um, people affected by by various uh, challenges and disabilities um, in in a place that is an industrial production atmosphere. We produce goods for Google and Facebook and Autism Speaks and the Metro North Railroad um, and and huge companies like that. Um, but w- while employing people with challenges is a a, ch- a challenge. <laughs> um, it's also there's also a huge, huge benefit. Um, not only you know because of their incredible skills, 
but but also because I feel like to be around people that have lived different experiences and and um, have different strengths and different challenges to to be around people like that makes everyone a better person, a more patient person, a more understanding person, and and it in it in, improves the the dynamic and the culture of of the workplace. Um, and I, I so I see that in friendships as well. I mean, my relationship with Josh, for example, yeah, um, you know, is is rock solid. Yeah, rock solid. And you know, we meet before work, we meet after work, and we mm-hmm. talk. And yeah, and um, you're you're a friend. And you know, I don't know if I've ever really said that before. Well, well thank you very much. <laughs> and so to answer <laughs> my, to answer my own question, um, I think that it's incredible to have. Um, friends that are different yeah it's also it's great for personal growth too with everyone i mean it's like it's like thinking about going to manhattan you're exposed to people of all different cultures all different foods and everything here same thing all different forms of thinking so it's it's a culture and it's like a mental culture here everyone sees things differently so it's really exciting and it's kind of ironic that Manhattan's kind of we live by um so we are working by the water and on really clear days you look across the water and you could see Manhattan in the um distance so so um sorry I was just moving my chair so I think that's kind of like symbolic if you will um, you know, and lots of times at work, for example, you know, you have your good days or bad days, just like any other job. Now, both on my good and bad days, like days where I do something really awesome and days where, you know, I mess up. I look at those buildings across the water and, you know, you think people, regular people just, they built that up. Um, using nothing but their bare hands and like strong will, and some of them could have disabilities, some of them didn't, but they did it despite anything, and that's visual concrete proof. I I just find that inspirational. Um, Sorry about that. We just closed uh, uh, Spectrum Designs, and there was one little thing I had to wrap up, so. That was a really cool little cameo by Nicole Segru, executive director of the Nicholson. Center. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you talking about? No, I was just talking about how you can see Manhattan across the water and how sometimes some good days or bad days, like when you do something good or like you mess up a project, you see how the buildings are built and like people with disabilities or not disabilities all work together and they built those and that's concrete proof that like great things can happen. Wow. That's that's incredible. So, that is really neat. So, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you want to? So, I know you said that we're going to call your mom and that we're going to do interviews. Oh, but do you want to do that today? Just to oh, what like a little mini one? I mean, something? I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it's my mom. Once she starts, she. I just want to make sure that it sound. I just want to make sure that it sounds good when we do these yeah. phone calls. So right, let's so just yeah, let's, let's just test it out. Okay, um, I need to tell her that she's on. <laughs> this is the first time we're doing this, so audio might not be the best. I hope. Hey, Hi, mom, you're, you're you're on right now. 
Okay. Yeah, like I'm... you're reco- being recorded. Oh, okay. Hi, and Dave's here, yeah. Hi, Dave. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We just want to make sure that we have good audio quality for our our uh, when we make when we do phone interviews. Oh, all right. So is this being used or just like a sample? This is being used for our first one. Yeah. No one. Don't worry. No one will listen. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what's it? What's it like being Josh's mom? Oh, uh, what's it like? Actually, at this point right now, it's very, very rewarding. Yeah. He, he's come a tremendous way. I don't know if any of us thought he would do this great. Yeah. In life. I mean, his work that work ethic is phenomenal. Um, judging back from when he was young in school, he was very unfocused. He was he was disinterested in his work in his schoolwork. He went from like minor job to job to job, and never really stuck with anything. So it, this is really incredible. Yeah, yeah. So now, it, you're you're it, making you're making me want to call my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's really cool. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, okay, just tell us a quick bit about like how I was raising me when I was young. Oh, okay. Raising you when you were young was yeah, like briefly, briefly. I know that's a briefly. long story. I know, I know. Well, how how old was Josh when he got diagnosed? Like twelve, fifteen. Oh, right? thirteen. Okay. So he missed out on all of the early intervention and everything. Right. And it was almost like a story like Temple Grandin where the mom was blamed and called the refrigerator mom. Okay. Every doctor I took him to was blaming me. Wow. And telling me, I'm doing it wrong. I'm not teaching him. I'm not this. Right. So it was hard. It was very, very hard for him. He never really fit in and I didn't know the right places to take him. Right. I could not find the correct help. Well, look where we are now. So that's that's exactly. awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, so um, thank you, thank you, and um, we would like to maybe have you for our Mother's Day um, podcast for a longer phone uh, interview. Well, I'm sure that you'll follow up. You'll follow up with her. Yeah, in a couple of I, I mean, she'll, she'll probably call me later today. <laughs> but, yeah, any anything you need, I'll be happy. To all right. Help. Well, thanks, mom. You're welcome. Right. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Awesome. So hopefully that sounded okay. Yeah. But it's really nice to, to catch up with your mom. That was cool. Yeah. So, um, is, yeah, so um, that's about it. Um, again, th- this podcast, it may have been a little rough around the edges, but this is our first one. Um, they're going to get better and better and better. So we encourage you to kind of listen, share it with your friends or family, and uh, let's make this thing grow and go viral. Awesome. Um, all right. That was Sounds great. like autism. Let's make it happen. Awesome. Follow us on Instagram. Right. Um, this is Josh. And, and, and wherever you get your podcast. I always hear that on yeah. podcasts. I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> and we don't even know where we're going to post it yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you, you said this is Josh. Yeah. And, and I'm Dave. And, and <laughs> we're signing off from This is Autism. <laughs> Have a good day, guys.